Have you ever thought to yourself or asked yourself, I just don't know what I'm doing wrong? You know, like you're doing all the things, but it still feels like no one is seeing you and no one is hearing you. Oh, I feel this all too well. Look, I used to. When I started my first business, I realized I was in a very, though it was niche down, it was an oversaturated market. And though I didn't show it, I felt like I was never going to be able to stand out. Like I was never going to be able to be seen and heard by those who I knew I could connect with. Almost like I was never going to be able to make my business work. But I was wrong. And in today's episode, we're gonna be talking all about this. I'm gonna give you the key tips that I use to create this differentiation, to create my brand, to stand out, be seen and be heard. Welcome to That Brand Show, where we think a little different, challenge the norm, and provide a platform for you to thrive, invest, and shift your mind, your business, and your brand to bring you what you need to truly become the thriving entrepreneur. You are about to get a whole array of inspiration and thought-provoking content that will help you to truly master your brand, stand out, and be seen. The podcast that supports you to lean away from the norm and into your unique self creating the brand, business, and life that you've always dreamt of while making a massive impact in doing so. This is the start of something amazing for you and I'm absolutely thrilled to be part of your journey. So welcome to That Brand Show with me as your host, Simone Griffiths, founder of the MTV Method and Branded Magazine, plus a massive supporter of those small business owners who are ready to step up and create the life that they deserve. Thank God for my stubborn streak, right? And that knowing that I'm here for this bigger purpose, for something more. Because if I didn't have that, I may have stopped a long time ago. Look, I've been in business. I started my first business over 14 years ago now, which, wow, that kind of makes me feel really old. But I was young. I was in my teens when I first started, right? But that first business, um, look, if you know my story, you'll know that I got myself in a little bit more than a pickle. And with that... It's almost like there was an immediate stop and a a sudden drop, right? But one day I saw this quote from my man, Warren Buffett. I'm saying that because I was on this, um, you know, he's not my man, don't get me wrong, but I do love Warren Buffett and everything that he seems to stand for. It just, I'm not an investor in shares or stocks or bonds like he is, but the man himself, wow. I really like Warren Buffett. The quote that I saw... Now, the quote that I saw is not one that I've actually seen a lot from Warren Buffett at all, but it was something along the lines of this. Look, if given a choice to focus on sales or the brand, he would focus on the brand because that is what ensures the long-term success. Now, it went exactly like that or something like that. I cannot remember because this was a while ago, but ever since then, ever since reading that quote, I've been prioritizing my brand for my business. With my new outlook in mind, focusing on my brand, I created, I began to be known for more than just me. You know, before too long, people people were beginning to know me. They, they were beginning to know me for branding now. You know, who am I to you? Am I, am I the stock lady? No. Am I the artist? No, I'm the brand lady, right? That's who I am. So people are not, uh, now, people are not being, <laughs> Now people are beginning to know me for branding. And if you look at almost all of my work, it's all related and relative to branding and business success, but mostly branding, right? 
That is because I know how much of an impact intentionally building your brand can have for you, can have for your business, for your customers and beyond that. You know, this includes the branded magazine, which I founded, that brand show podcast, you know, all of my socials, in my blog, just like, you know, it's it's all branding. In all my work, including in my programs, I've got Brand School, which is open right now if you want to join. But there's Brand School. I've got the MDB program where I talk about my and I share the steps to my unique branding method. You know, Brand School, I encompass this unique branding style that most people don't tap into. But the MDB method is, is my unique branding method. And, you know, all the way through to my masterminds. And if you work with me one-on-one, it's all around your brand because it's all relative, right? And because I know the power of branding and the impact that it can have for you. One thing that I realized as I began to grow my brand more and more was that people were all of a sudden, I don't call myself an influencer at all. And I don't think I've ever been an influencer, you know, from the sense of the word, whether it's micro, macro, major, whatever. But one thing is, one thing I noticed is the more that I grew my brand, the more people were being influenced by me. People were depending on me and people began to become inspired through their connections with me and my brand. And I say that and I sound shocked, but I'm not actually shocked because I know that that's what happens when you have a solid foundation for a brand. People will notice you. People will see you. People will be drawn to you and people will be inspired by you. So I guess I want to share in this episode something that has a few things that have worked for me, you know, how I started and what was successful in actually standing out from that first business all the way through to this one, you know, being seen, being heard and being noticed in a way that, you know, was and is unique to me and my method of branding. So if you're listening to this, look, I really, this is designed for people who want to stand out from the crowd you know, who want to get attention from their dream clients, who want to make a real impact, you know, on the world, on your local community. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, on five people or five billion people. If you want to create an influence, you know, for those who you can serve best and help best, but influence them in a positive way, then this is for you. You know, if you want to be known for something, like something that isn't just a sale, something that matters, then this is for you. And this is for you if you want to step into that role and be acknowledged as the thought leader, as the authority. If you want to create a brand and a business that is actually leader worthy, then listen up. So let's look at how I started standing out, how I started to be seen and how I started to be heard. So pretty much just getting noticed, right? Like first things first, I, if you've worked for me, if, if you've worked with me in my brand school, the MDB program, my masterminds, if you've worked with me one-on-one, if I've had even just a call, you will know the first place that I start is with clarity. So first things first, I got clear on my passion, on my purpose, all through failing forwards. So clarity is something that I think you definitely need. But if you're anything like me or who I was back then, so you might have been stuck almost like a a deer, like you might be stuck now, almost like a deer in the headlights, kind of like all of those thoughts and ideas that constantly fill your head just vanish and all of a sudden you're drawing blanks when people ask you what it is that you do. I get it. It's not always easy to trust and connect with your bigger purpose. I get it. You know, your ultimate mission, like what you're here to do. 
But know this, the fastest by far and the fastest way that you can discover and uncover your purpose is through failing forwards. It doesn't matter what you're doing or not doing. When you are at, like where you're at, where you're at or where you want to be, the fastest way to get clarity around your passion and uncover your purpose is through taking action and failing forwards. The more steps you take, the more you'll know your path. It's not about just sitting back and then all of a sudden this epiphany of this is what I'm meant to do happens and you're not locked into it either. My passion, my purpose, I only fully discovered that two years ago. Prior to that, everything was pointing me towards it. But I thought it was something else, and that's okay. Because when you do, and hey, five years from now, I might be saying, well, you know, I thought that was it, but it's this. But look, in my experience, the more mess you make, it doesn't matter, so long as you keep moving forwards. Now, I guess don't caught up in the, don't get caught up in the, like the what ifs. Like, what if I chose something that I don't love? I think I just covered that, you know, or, you know, what if I choose the wrong thing? It's not, you can never choose the wrong thing because you're in the perfect place at the perfect time. It's all by design. So let's bring it back to trusting yourself, like trusting who you are in that perfect place and that perfect moment in time. And when things don't air quote work out the way that you want them to, look, let's just lean into that, learn the lesson and then move on to the next level because everything is working out in your favor. Whether you perceive it as good or bad, it's all working out in your favor. So failing forwards. Look, by far, it has been one of the easiest and hardest things that I've ever had to do. But through this, I've done many things. Like I've grown, I've expanded, I've invested in myself, my business. You know, I've helped many others do the same along the way. You know, not to mention the satisfaction that most of these businesses that I've worked in, that I've supported, that I've grown, support local communities. They support charities throughout the world, you know, like my own. They support families just like yours as they continue to grow. And that is like a soul-fulfilling thing right there. Look, you will find your clarity as you progress because progress over perfection, right? And sure, you might have some goals that you set, things like making a specific amount of money or funding, you know, that family vacay each year buying your own home, leaving your legacy for your kids, the list could really go on and on and on. But to grow beyond just you and your goals, you need to move away from you and lean more into your audience, your dream clients. So let's take a look at Apple for a second. I love Apple. I never thought I'd say that. I used to be such a BlackBerry person, but I think since the iPhone 6, I've kind of been Apple. Um, Do you think that Steve Jobs, when he started Apple, with his co-founder. Do you ever think that he set out to create a billion-dollar business? Or do you think that maybe he set out to revolutionize the way that we connect and communicate? You know, so we don't have these big bricks carrying around with this. And, like, let's take Oprah. Do you think that she set out to be Oprah the billionaire? Or do you think she set out to perhaps make an impact, change people's lives with what she knows, who she knows, and how she knows? I think for both of these, it's the latter. So the monetary goals, though they're good, they're not going to create that fulfilling purpose. That It's not your passion. It's not your purpose to make a figure amount per year. You know, it's not your purpose to make $10 million per year. That, that's not it. 
It's the effect and the impact that you have along the way. And through taking action, it's going to help you get the clarity on your purpose that really connects you with your dream client. Because in my experience, when the money flows, the impact grows. Or when the impact grows, the money flows. And then look, when you have enough to be comfortable, like what then? What is it that you want to do that connects you and makes it worth hearing? What What is it that makes, you know, people, what is it that you want to do that really connects you with your audience, that really makes you worth hearing, you worth seeing or investing in what it is that you're doing in the world? Like, what is that? And look, the next thing that you should pay attention to is one of the biggest growth tools that I have And that's getting comfortable outside of your comfort zone. And look, for me, that was taking action well before I felt I was ready and continuously reaching out, stretching further and further to get outside of my own limitations. And look, I encourage you to do the same. Get out of your damn comfort zone. It's the only thing that is stopping you from creating what you want. So ask yourself, what can you do that you feel you just aren't ready for? What can you do today? Something that makes you feel a little scared in doing it, but you know it's going to help you in the long run. And heck, most of the things that I've done outside of my comfort zone, I've known I had to do them at some stage. But all I did, instead of waiting a year to do it, I brought a 40-year. So yes, it might have been messy. Yes, it might have been uncomfortable. And yes, you know, I might have been a bit confused about it as I went through, but I still brought the process forward. So in a year's time, I was looking at the next thing. I wasn't waiting to hit that marker because I was already there. I'd surpassed it. If you want to grow your brand, if you want to grow your business, get out of your comfort zone. Do things that are going to make you feel uncomfortable. You know, you know it's going to help you in the long run, so you might as well just do it now. And it might be things like, look, it can be something simple like showing up on a live. Before this episode comes out, I'm going to do a live. I haven't done a live for so long on Instagram and Facebook. There you go. I haven't done a live for so long. So before this episode comes out, I'm going to do a live. And it could be something like, you know, sharing your true thoughts, being unapologetically you. If you love pink hair, go and dye your hair pink. If you love wearing leather jackets, wear leather jackets. Doesn't matter whether anyone says it's right or wrong. There's people out there that love leather jackets, so go for it. You know, what is the message that lights you up inside? It might be like getting out of your comfort zone might be something like jumping on a sales call. That used to terrify me until I went through the amazing Adam Kadu's training, which Adam, you're a legend. Just got to say it. You're a legend. But it can literally be anything that makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable, a little scared. And if I'm being honest, it's going to help you grow no matter what the outcome, whether it's good or perceived as bad, it's working in your favor. Getting out of your comfort zone and learning the lessons is always going to be in your favor. I hope you understand that. Look, so speak up. Share your message. Get comfortable in the uncomfortable. And girl, hold your head up high when you do it because there is no such thing as failure. It's just a lesson that you need to learn and then move on to the next thing. Another thing, right. So one thing I noticed is that I used to have a really bad habit of apologizing for literally anything. I was apologizing and look, I still do it to this day in certain situations and I don't know why because I'm not, technically I don't feel sorry, but it's just a habit. Like I was apologizing for moving out of someone else's way. I was apologizing for reaching to get something that I needed or wanted. I was apologizing for almost anything. Like it was a real problem. If there was a problem related to apologizing, that was me. 
Now, I'm not talking in like a self-worth kind of way. I was just in the habit of apologizing like a lot. And so the next thing that I started to do that helped me to get where I am, standing out and being seen, was showing up and being 100% unapologetically me. Now, a quote that I love, and I always think of Tom Brady for some reason when I say this, but those eyes, right, is anyone can do what you do, but no one can do you. There is literally nothing on this earth that someone else can't do also. I mean, we are all human, right? But the one thing that no one else can do or be is you. And that's why I love personal branding so dang much. Because when you infuse you into your brand, it doesn't matter what your competitors try and do because they just can't keep up. There is no keeping up because they can't even come close because you are your brand. And look, for those businesses that don't want to create a personal brand, you still infuse this unique factor that is from you into it and no one can come close as well. Now, for a serial apologizer, this one was tough. I mean, a question I ask myself a lot is who am I? But guess what? We got there and to get here, I did three things. I started, as I said earlier, taking messy action regardless. I got clarity. I began stepping outside of my comfort zone and I started looking at the things every time I felt like that little niggle of resistance. What was I worried about? And to be honest, mostly it would be, well, if I say this, then people won't like me or people will judge me or people will react me uh, or people will reject me. And oof, that's a tough one, right? Rejection. I do have a podcast episode on rejection. I suggest that you go and listen to it. If you do find rejection, stings a little bit because you know what? Though it might sting, you know, there's easier ways to move through that. But guess what? People already don't like you. Well, others will love you for who you are. People are already going to be judging you regardless of how good you do or how much you fail. So why not do it anyway? And you will be rejected by people along the way. But don't hold on to that because they just aren't your kind of people, right? The good opinions of other people should not stop you from shining as bright as a motherfucking shooting star that you are. And if you allow them to dim your light, who's really winning here? Now, also, I don't normally swear. I feel like apologizing, but that's not me now. Look, I don't normally swear, but geez, if I have to swear every now and then to get you to wake up, then I'll be pulling it out of everywhere, right? You are as bright as a shooting star. Don't let anyone dim that light. You are the only one that can turn it down. So stop doing that. Now, when you show up as you, people will naturally be drawn to you. And the best part and something that I find quite fun is you keep evolving and so does your brand. So as you grow, so does your brand. So promise yourself to show up. Be unapologetically you and the right people will notice. Yes, sure, you might lose a few people at the start, but does that really matter? No, because they're obviously not your kind of people. You can be yourself and you can be loved and adored for it. I really want you to understand that. When you tap into that, amazing things happen. They will hear you. They will see you and they will come. You know, like if you build it, they will come. If you brand it, they will come. But look, the next thing is don't follow the market. Don't follow the market. It's pretty simple, right? Be a trendsetter and create your own way. So 
so many people, so many people like the experts and the gurus of branding and business will tell you to compare your competition. And you know, even those that aren't an expert, they just, they follow the market, right? Well, that's not going to come from me. At best, I think I've had a client do a market analysis before investing into it to see if it's viable. But seriously, you are a one horse race. So guess what? You get to decide where you go. You get to decide how fast or how slow you move and you get to win in this race. There is no competitor out there that is worth looking sideways at because they ought to be running in their own race. And if they're looking and comparing themselves to you, well, congratulations, you've just made it. Because if you're worth looking sideways at, then you must be doing something right. This, honestly, this always reminds me of Pirates of the Caribbean when, um, oh, what is it, the Fountain of Youth. The Spanish are sailing past Captain Barbosa, and while Barbosa and his men are waiting for an attack, Captain Barbosa sees the Spanish fleet through his little looking glass or, you know, eyeglass, looking glass, and none of them even look sideways, and they sail on. And guess what? They made it to the island where the Fountain of Youth is first. So don't waste your time looking sideways when you can be looking ahead, when you can be moving ahead. Seriously, find what works for you. Set your own rhythm, your own cadence, and get out there. Make it happen. Don't copy others. Don't follow the trends. And don't waste time with others in your market. Have confidence within yourself that you will deliver your unique abilities and lean into that to create a one-of-a-kind experience for your brand, your business, and your customers. Seriously, these are all like winning things. The next thing that I focused on was being able to shift from monetary goals, you know, wanting to make $100,000 this quarter, wanting to make, you know, seven figures this year, whatever that is, to shift from that into a focus of being of service, a focus on my impact. So how can I, I how could I help people through what they're going through, through what I've been through and do it in the like with the most impact, so with the best results in the shortest amount of time. It's not all about the brightest and shiniest objects or the latest fandangles. It's about the results, the transformation and the shifts that you can help your customers achieve. You know, it's not about your bottom dollar. It's not about your profit or loss or even how many followers you have on social. Like that's a big thing still. I don't know why, but it's a big thing still. What... The reason why I say it's a big thing is because I get about four, five, six questions probably on average per week. How can I get more followers? And it's not about the followers at all. What does matter most is how you're creating these results, how you're relieving a pain, ending suffering or providing, you know, easing discomfort. Or maybe you're providing joy. Maybe you're bringing happiness and so many other things to your customer that other people just can't. So when it comes to creating a great experience for your dream clients, this isn't just about you. It's predominantly about them. And when you focus on that, when you focus on being of service to your dream clients, everything changes. Everything begins to shift, perhaps slowly, but surely. Look, trust me when I say things will change for you. When you shift from, I need to make, you know, 100 clients this year to make this much, when you take that away and you shift into how can I help 100 people? How can I help more? 
How can I help? How can I be of service? How can I, how can I help them move through this from A to B? Things will change for you. Your audience will, honestly, they will find you. They will fall in love with your message, your vision, and your brand. This is because from that first point of contact, they will feel seen, they will feel heard, and they will feel understood. Not just a number in a crowd, like most people tend to put them in. And when you get this right, your dream client will feel like they are your only priority, and mostly they are. But with this, they will come to know that you are probably the only person for them who sees their unique situation as unique, who feels their pain, their discomfort, and understands where they're at. They will come to know that you are the person who is listening to what they're saying. And look, let's be honest, everyone has issues, right? But going through them, we all feel at some level that ours are far worse than anyone else's. The best part about focusing on your dream clients, though, and how you can be of service to them is you're able to then connect with one person in such a unique way, such a deep way, such a way that no one else can connect with them. You can connect with one person and then guess what? If you can do it with one, you can connect with millions of people in the same way because I guarantee you the problem that you solve, whatever that transition or the result is, whether they buy your product or, or per, you know invest in your time, whether they join your course, whatever that is, There are going to be millions of people out there who are suffering very, very, very similar, if not the same way. And when you make your dream client feel seen, heard, and understood, you will get noticed. The very fact that you've connected with someone that deeply is evidence within itself that you are shifting from the oversaturated pool and making your way to the sea. You're doing it one step at a time with every client that you help, every bit of content that you speak to that one client. And doing this, being noticed by your one, that's the difference between walking past someone on a street corner, you know, pretty much they're clanging pots and banging their message out with so much noise, even they don't know what they're saying, versus walking into a place of silence where all you need to do is whisper and everyone there will hear your message. Trust me, you don't want to be the person that stands up at a party and says that you're going home with everyone because... I haven't done that, but it doesn't work. I know it sounds like I haven't done that, but seriously, I wouldn't go home with them. No way. You want to be the person that can whisper, but get the attention. So look, spend time focusing on building your brand. You want to build trust. You want to build rapport with your audience before you ever go in for, before you ever go in for a sale. But don't forget to go for the sale too, right? I mean, this is because your audience, like on average, We are being sold to about 5,000 times per day, I think it is. Either way, it's a lot. It might be 50,000. But through social media, through television, through billboard signs and more, it doesn't matter. We are being sold to and nobody wants to be sold to more than what they have to, right? So if someone sits down and they go to your page and then next thing you're selling to them, they're probably going to be like, geez, give me a break. But use this time, use your brand to connect with people, use it to build rapport, build trust. And this is where most people come stuck and revert back to the sell, sell, sell method because you have to have, like you must have that long-term focus and thinking to create a successful relationship. 
You must build trust and connection before anything else because if you sell straight up, you're probably going to be put in, dare I say it, the wanker basket. And pretty much they're done, right? They go cold. Look, you're going to be put in that basket and no one wants to be put in that basket, right? Because pretty much when you're in that basket, it's like the friend zone if you're in a relationship. Guys will get it. Girls, maybe not. I don't know. But it's probably not where you want to be. And just because you have a potential customer, like think of it like dating. You can't just open a shop and expect sales. You need to schmooze your audience a bit, but not in like a sleazy way. Always be asking yourself, like always be asking yourself, how can I serve my audience? How can I be of service to them? What can I do today that will make a difference in their life? How can I invest my time and energy into my dream clients? Can you invest your time and energy into your dream clients long before you ever ask them to take that next step with you? I mean, unless you go on a show like Merit at First Sight, you probably want to take a little longer, right? And it's the same, it's it's the exact same for your audience. You need to put in an effort to give to them before you ever ask them to invest in you or what you do. You need to build rapport and create a genuine connection and grow the trust you have because it really is a relationship. But there is always a good part. The best part is that your brand, when it's put in place, when you create this solid foundation, your brand does a lot of this for you early on. Like from the get-go, applying my unique branding style, your brand is building trust well before anyone even reaches the point of contacting you. That is the magic of branding and that is what I want for you to create. So go and create authentic content. Show up, be consistent, share your message. Share what makes you, you. Be unapologetically you. And amplify your customer's experience all using your brand. Friend, my brand school is now open. If you're listening to this in real time, you're able to enroll in this right now. And in my brand school, I give you these steps. I give you the steps to lay out a solid foundation, kind of like a house to withstand the elements, withstand the weather, you need to have solid foundations. Well, your brand for your business is no different. I use my unique branding style that I teach you within Brand School to help you create and build these solid foundations for yourself, to create the brand, the blueprint, the brand that your business needs to have, the brand that will help you do all of this the brand that will help you stand out, the brand that will help you get seen, the brand that will help you get be heard, and the brand that will help you get paying customers, the brand that will help you to stand out from the crowd to get attention from your dream clients, the brand that will help you make a real impact on the world and influence those who you know you can serve best, the brand that will help you be known for something, like something that isn't just a sale, something that actually matters, And the brand that will help you position yourself as the authority, as the thought leader, but create a business that is leader worthy. If this is for you, then I encourage you to go and join my brand school. It will be open today. Today is the last day. So if you're listening to this in real time, don't waste another minute. I don't know when I'm going to be opening it next. It might be at the end of the year, towards the end of the year, or it might be next year. Go and join Brand School. Today is the last day 
probably for at least six months that you will have the opportunity to join brand school. If you don't want to be in the same position you are now in six months time, if you don't want to be struggling, if you don't want to be doing all the things, if you don't want to be frustrated of doing all the things, but having it feel like no one sees or hears you, then brand school's for you. And I encourage you to go and join it. So until next time, friends, I might be seeing you in my brand school. I might not. Either way, there are some solid tips here that can get you started on your brand. And if you want to dive in, if you want to go that next step, join me in brand school and let's build up some solid foundations for your brand so that you can create the brand that your business needs.